0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Hope Reclaimed. I'm your host, Ellie Hope Haringjaw. I'm really glad that you're here. Today, we are continuing our series on dating after divorce, and I'm really excited and, like, kind of, I'm not gonna lie, I'm kind of nervous about who I have on the episode today because I actually have my boyfriend on. What's up? <laughs> Um World Meet Austin Collins. He has been on the podcast before back in November, I believe, and um, Austin shares his story about also healing from divorce and how God stepped into his life. And, oh boy, it's amazing. And um, yeah, hi, Austin. How you doing? I'm doing well. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> what a better way to talk about this, at least talk about my experience. Then to bring on somebody who knows very well my experience of dating after divorce. I do. Because uh, it's me. It's you. <laughs> <laughs> and also, you have such an amazing perspective too, because you're also divorced and you're also dating me. So
1: crazy. What? Two divorced people.
0: I mean, I do want to say, I have talked about dating and I've talked about um, dating after divorce on lots of different different podcasts in episodes and every time I talk about it it feels it can feel awkward and a little bit uncomfortable because it's something that I'm actually going through right now so like sure. when I talk about my when I talk about my marriage and when I talk about talk about my divorce there's a level of separation that I have with it because I know I'm not there anymore and that's that chapter is closed but in this season of singleness and dating and you know, like hoping someday to be married again, it can feel uncomfortable to talk about because I'm in that season right now. And so even when, even in doing this, this podcast series, it brings up a little bit of, um, I don't know, just, it's, it's a little bit scary. And then it's also a little bit scary even to, you know, to bring it out to the world that like, you're my boyfriend and here we are talking about dating after divorce and how it's hard and how it's can be uncomfortable and that makes sense. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that makes sense. Like you're kind of processing
0: as you're going yeah, through. Yeah, exactly. That's helpful. So that's all sort of like context to this episode. But if people haven't heard that episode that you were on, um, I think back in November, could you give a little bit of like a preview for people about your story and sure. uh what you're doing now?
1: Sure. Sure. Yeah. in that in that episode, I, I talked about how um, I was divorced and, and what that looked like for me, how my wife and I at, at one point became kind of distant and she ended up making some poor decisions, ended up cheating on me and getting into drugs and alcohol and a few other things and ended up leaving. And at that time, in the midst of all of it, the Lord showed up in my life and expressed His heart to me hmm. in a way that changed my life, yeah. and so now He sent me here to Minneapolis. We are currently sitting um, to express that heart to people who are in similar situations. So um, yeah, I, I love doing that work-wise. I'm a commercial appraiser. Yeah, the Lord gave me that job too. So Praise so, the Lord. Many, so many things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that's where we are now.
0: So we're talking about dating after divorce and it can be a really tough thing to do. And one thing that I want to just dialogue about a little bit, but how different our dating experience was with our exes and then how that is, how different it is to date each other now. Hmm. How is that for you?
1: Well, one of the, big ways, two two ways that they're different. One is my experience. I have so much more experience at this point and so much more knowledge. Yeah. So that changes the whole ball game. Like if Mm -hmm. I were to, you know, be back in that situation and be me, it would be completely different.
0: You mean with your ex-wife?
1: Right. Yeah. Because I would have this experience and this knowledge, let's say. So that Changes a lot of things. Changes my perspective. Changes on changes my values. Yeah. Changes how I communicate, and what I communicate. Yeah. Changes my priorities. Um, I think a big part of it has to do with what I mentioned a little bit ago—the way that the Lord showed up in my life. Because of the way that He showed up and expressed His love to me, my heart was changed. And so I just can't look at situations the same anymore. I would say the main difference comes from the way that my heart is for God, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I want to serve him that much more, because I know he has a plan for my life. I want to pick the right person, right? I'm not going to mess around. And so I'm looking at situations differently and kind of through that lens. I think that's probably the biggest thing in a nutshell that's changed. On top of just gaming gaining experience and knowledge,
0: yeah, I think for me um i was so I was so young when I dated my ex husband, and there was just so much that I didn't know there's sure. like you just like you were saying there's so much that I didn't know and that i didn't i didn't think about asking or if I thought about asking it i i don't know just like. I'd feel bad or something like that. And yeah. I think a lot of it is just, um, it's just like the innocence that I had. Sure. Um, you know, that blind trust that, um, that I think a lot of people do experience. But then once that trust is, once the, the, you know, the, like the disillusionment of the marriage, when the the truth really does come out, then it's like, wow, people aren't as honest as I think they are. Or, you know, things like the yeah. world isn't as, the world isn't what I thought it was, sure. and so then, that completely changed my view on dating and ha- and on people. But when I started dating, I didn't I didn't want to look past things. I really wanted to like, um, to be honest and open and ask those tough questions, and be honest about what I need and what I want. But, yeah, but not be cynical or like too hard. Yeah. And how is like that line is really tough, right? It's
1: it's okay to have like a healthy skepticism, I think. Yeah. It's okay to have that, but it's also important to be if you're looking for a relationship, it's also important to be willing to trust someone at the same time. So there's yeah. a like a kind of a a play between trusting someone and having skepticism. I think there's a there's a balance there that's important. I mean, trust is something that takes time. So Mm -hmm. it's not something that develops overnight. I know I've, I've dated people in the past where they, they would like want me to trust them immediately Mm -hmm. and particularly people like after my divorce, Mm -hmm. they're like, trust me right now. And they would have this thing. I'm like, I, that's not how it works. Yeah. Trust takes time. Right. Um, so there's, you have to be patient with trust. Yeah. It's not something that just happens. Hmm. So you have to be patient with it. And I think being being willing to ask hard questions is important like you say because then you really get to see where somebody's heart is. Yeah. You know, and the more you see where somebody's heart is, the more you you may or may not be willing to trust them. Yeah. Like a house being built. Yeah. You get some foundational things set in place and mm-hmm. and then trust can kind of start, you know, yeah. and and so over time uh things build. Yeah. So it takes patience.
0: So one of the things that I one of the reasons that I'm dating you is your heart for people and for, for specifically people who are also have also healed from divorce or are healing from divorce. And so that's something that we share in common, obviously, which is like really cool. Yeah. Um, But I run into people all the time who have been, who are going through a divorce or have gone through a divorce, who are jumping into relationships. And I don't know. There's, there's that, that. That's why we're doing this podcast series because it's sure. something practical that people, you know, they want some takeaways. Like, how do I know when I'm ready? How, um, how do I know if it's right? Is this a rebound or is it not? And, yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know if, like, if you're sitting across from somebody from, from a guy having coffee and he's like, "Hey, I think I'm gonna get out there and I think I'm ready. I think I'm ready to start dating." Um, what are some practicals that you would give him as like sort of advice? Because you know all of the things no, I don't. about dating <laughs> after divorce. <laughs> definitely,
1: definitely do not. And I we'll too We'll have that
0: caveat for sure. I too I
1: too am in process. Just oh like my everybody gosh, else. same. Yeah. But yeah, I was I was thinking about that and so this week, just to kind of give some context yeah. to to advice, some practical things I would give. I was reading um the story of jesus in the garden of gethsemane before he was mm-hmm. crucified and he he prayed lord not my will but your will be done yeah we've heard that yeah you know he even taught us to pray that way like right pray you know thy kingdom come Thy will be done right on earth as it is in heaven. yeah so yeah. i was just like thinking about that and meditating on it and i think there's something super profound and fundamental and basic Mm -hmm. that we can take away from that and that is god has a plan for our life
0: Hmm.
1: and so it's like yeah everyone knows that okay but put put that in the context of what we're talking about when you get divorced yeah it doesn't change the fact that god has a plan for your life
0: yes absolutely right so and not that it was god's plan no no no. I do want to be specific about that. Not that it's his plan. Maybe,
1: maybe put it, put, maybe, let me put it this way. Your life doesn't lose meaning when yes. you go through a divorce. Absolutely. So you, you can feel directionless at times.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But your life still has a purpose. Yeah. And still has a meaning. And actually none of that is affected at all yeah. by going through a divorce. And I think that's something important that you just kind of have to sit with. Mm -hmm. um as you move forward in that season especially when it comes to dating so applying that to dating now i'm like all right if you're a christian one thing i'll just say explicitly that we're kind of assuming is christian dating should look very different than non-christian dating because because the the christian knows and loves the god who created marriage yes and he is your satisfaction your satisfaction isn't found in dating people right and it's not found in marriage even it's found it's found in him yes and And so that being said just explicitly stating something that we're assuming yeah christian dating should look very different and so if you're a christian and you're like your dating habits look the same as your worldly friend next to you maybe there should be some heart checking going on (laughs) That's kind of, yeah. that's where I'm at anyways.
0: No, I, I hear you there for sure. I think it's really just really comes down to a heart posture. Like what is my, what is my goal in this? Is my goal to glorify God or am I trying to get my satisfaction from someone else?
1: Yeah, that and, is, that's yeah, a and, big question. And we've
0: talked about that in this, in this series quite a bit. Like what is my, what is my heart? Where is my heart in this? Right. If it's to fill a void, then there's an issue. If sure. it's to get something from someone or get validation, then that's really a problem.
1: Sure, sure. Yeah, I'm just asking why. You know, why am yeah. I doing this? Is it for the Lord or, or not? So then understanding as a Christian person that God has a plan for your life, yeah, that your life has meaning and purpose, has, I'll just use myself as an example, even you and I we could use it as an example. Knowing that I'm not going to date somebody Who's going in a different direction than me
0: right <laughs>
1: you know so if if like if I'm called to Minneapolis and you're called to China, maybe we won't work
0: yeah <laughs> right it could be a timing thing
1: could, who knows it could
0: be a timing thing and every but... relationship is different, you know, and you're yes. not you're not
1: necessarily like called in the same exact way, but right I'm not gonna date someone who's going in a different direction than me and and to add to that. I don't think I would date someone who's at a different pace than I am. Yeah. So if someone is behind me or way ahead of me, the relation will, the relationship will feel stressed. Yeah. And there will be tension um, where one person would feel like they're pulling the other person, and yeah. the other and the and the other would feel like they're kind of being dragged. They're being forced forward. Hmm. Um, and that's obviously and yeah, not, it's not really able, a healthy way to to do a relationship, in my in my opinion. Yeah. Um, and
0: they're not able to grow on their own.
1: Right. And I think maybe just stating an assumption that I have in this conversation is that you know what your assignment is from God, that you know what his plan is for your life. Right. Because if you actually don't know that, then you don't know the direction you're going. And then it's really hard to pick somebody to date. It's like, okay, who who (laughs) am I going to date? Because I don't actually know where I'm going. That's one thing that I I really love about Jesus Mm -hmm. is because he knew exactly what God wanted him to do. Hmm. Like he knew his assignment perfectly and I don't. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying like you have to have everything, every little detail of your life planned out before you date. That's crazy. Yeah. You know, I, I haven't planned out probably till next year, Mm -hmm. you know, but I do see that my life has a direction now. Yes. Mm -hmm. once I've seen who he is and how he cares about me I see my direction go I see my direction I see my life going in a certain direction yeah and so I would want to partner with someone who's going in the same direction
0: right
1: you know I don't want to like pull someone and I also don't want to be dragged
0: right yeah
1: that is something that I would I would say yeah I would I I would say what what where is your life headed yeah you know where where do you see yourself going take
0: time and figure that out particularly and do, that, do that aside from dating
1: yeah oh absolutely absolutely dating is not a it's not like a a must-have dating like life no. goal. like you don't have to <laughs> date people singleness is, is wonderful and yeah it is their marriage and singleness for me are, are pretty parallel honestly yeah. they can be so I, I think they're both they're both awesome it's really just about what does god have for you you know what does right. God have for your life specifically? Because he does have something. Yeah. It's he about does knowing have a plan. what that is, you know? Yeah, totally. How do you, Ellie, find out what God's calling is in your life? Because that's, <laughs> that's something. <laughs> that, it's this. <laughs> that, <laughs> this is your calling. Say, yes, but, but, it is. But my question but how is how, how do you come to know what God has for your life? Because mm-hmm. that's what yeah. we're talking about, and that's what we're paralleling with. That's what we're like in the context of dating. Yeah, you know, When you're totally. dating, you want to know where you're going. You want to partner someone who's going the same direction, going at the same speed. Right. So kind of a question before that is how do you know what direction you're going or what direction you should go? Right. How do you know where hmm. God wants you to go?
0: Well, I think a big part of that is just how I met the Lord and how the Lord met me. Really how the Lord met me when I was going through it. When I was going through my divorce, I mean, I remember specifically just being in my car weeping and having him meet me there, weeping with me. And maybe that sounds crazy for people that don't know how, that, that have never experienced the intimacy of God, but it was real. And, and God being with me, weeping with me in my car over my hurts and over this pain that I was experiencing and, and over my ex-husband's sin. But, in that moment, he promised me that good was gonna come of it hmm. and and i was i didn't feel it <laughs> I didn't feel that good was gonna come of it yeah. but i I believed God because he was he was there sitting with me in the pain and then giving me hope that good was gonna come from it and yeah. and i I knew what my calling was out of what I experienced which is now to minister and love people who have, who are experiencing divorce and, um, and other pain, other relational brokenness like that. And it really does come down to having an experience with God. Mm. I think that you like, you cannot really know what your calling is unless you know God, Mm. because he's the one who created us. He's the one who Breathed life into us, so why wouldn't he be the one to tell us what our purpose is? yeah, and whether that's to be a mechanic like a car mechanic or a photographer yeah, or it doesn't it matter a commercial appraiser or to do podcasts and write, whatever it is it's it's for his glory, and we can't really know what that calling is until we experience him. I think if there's people listening who've never had those moments with the Lord. Who've never really experienced or heard, or heard him, or or felt his presence like that. It's possible, and like God wants, He does want to reveal Himself like that. I really believe it.
1: So, so did wrapping, I answer your question? Yeah. So so, <laughs> so wrapping it around to my question, my question was, how do you, Ellie, know what God has for you? What what is what is the purpose for your life? How did you figure out? what the direction was because I think that's a big question for a lot of people Mm -hmm. and, and dating is like a part of that, right? Yeah. It it totally is. And so what I got was basically when you saw how God was to you, when he revealed a certain part of himself to you, Mm -hmm. that then became the call to be that way. Exactly. To other people. Yep. And I would say, I would say that's, that's kind of my story too. Yeah. You know, when I, when I saw, when the Lord really opened my eyes to a certain certain parts of who he was, Mm -hmm. it like became something in me. Okay. I just have to be this way to people. Yeah. I don't see people doing this, you know, being present in the pain, like you described. Yeah. That's something that I want to do for people. Mm -hmm. So, so to answer the question, like in a concrete way for us, finding out which direction Mm -hmm. God has for us came from seeing what he's like.
0: Yes, oh 100%. And,
1: and, and a lot of times, I mean, in, in my situation, I wasn't even necessarily like acting, asking for it. Yeah. But you can, and that's something that I do. Yeah. I'm like, Lord, show me what you're like, so that I can know how to be and how to live. And then you get a direction for your life, Yeah. you start moving that way, <laughs> and guess what? Then Then you can actually partner with someone and do it well. Right. You know, you're not just wandering around aimlessly like so many couples do in life, I feel yeah. like. I want a, I want a relationship that's meaningful. Right. Heading in a direction, progressing. You can't wait until a relationship to figure out what you're doing. Like, oh, oh maybe I'll get in a relationship and that will give me direction. If you do, <laughs> if you do that...
0: You'll be you, a chameleon and you'll you, pick up their thing.
1: Or you might feel pulled around. Yeah. Because they have a direction, but you're like, oh, but that's not for me. But then you were the one who was like, looking yeah, for direction yeah. <laughs> in it. So, totally. Y- you don't want to like get into a relationship for the purpose of Figure, figuring out direction yeah. for your own individual life.
0: Yeah, go to God first.
1: You know that I think that that should almost be like a pre pre to to dating. And
0: I think specifically especially after divorce because that could be a sign that that's a rebound. Of be- because you you feel aimless and you feel lost as a single person, So, jumping into a relationship to try to find purpose is a sign that you're trying to get something from someone. It could be. And that's not also not to say that like God can't bless that relationship. Maybe, I don't know. Sure. If somebody jumps in like not knowing where they're going or what their purpose is, I think God could still bless that. He could still, you know, he could still breathe life into that kind of relationship. But we're just saying that maybe that's not the best strategy
1: right i mean he's such a kind father yeah he can use a divorce to spring springboard you into your destiny how that's that's how kind he is and so so amazing so he can use every little mistake that you make but that's not to say that you know you go ahead and make mistakes as much as you want right exactly
0: you (laughs) know exactly
1: so yeah um finding out what direction you're going i think is a big part of dating in my opinion you know, there are some practical things you can talk about mm-hmm. outside of that, but I feel like once you get these foundational things mm-hmm. set in your own heart, I think dating can be much more meaningful hmm. and, and your decisions will be so much easier. Yeah. I think, you totally. know, if someone's not going the same direction with you as you, it's, it's pretty easy to say, oh, it's okay. We're not going the same direction.
0: That's fine. It's okay. How but I, I, I know the direction that I'm supposed yeah. to be going. Because it's, it's deeply rooted in Jesus. Yeah. So one thing I did want to ask is, you know, because we've had we've both had covenant relationships, and especially after divorce, you have this covenant relationship with someone and then it's broken. Jumping into a relationship with someone, um, whether you're ready or not, it can add us it can add a level of seriousness to a dating relationship, I think, at times when you go in with a context of... The seriousness of a covenant. Very true. So for me at least, like that jump has been hard to not, to think of, to think like dating is not marriage. You're right. (laughs) Like dating isn't even engaged. There's, there's these steps to this and just because I'm dating you and just cuz you're on this podcast doesn't mean that like yeah. we are not covenant partners.
1: Exactly. That that's something that honestly I've had a lot it's of It's
0: been hard.
1: That that's been a, I think that's a good point. I think that's well said. I think that's something that I've had a lot of working through mm-hmm. because it's like it's almost like half of me is like dude, you can date for 40 years. Take your time. <laughs> get, like you need to know this person I don't date inside you and for out. 40 years. You need to know them inside <laughs> and out before you like, you know, you pr- propose, right? <laughs> And then the other part of me is like, Austin, this is so serious. This is so serious. Like <laughs> you're basically engaged. You, you know? And yeah. so there's kind of like this back and forth in my mind and and you know, there's something to be said about not overthinking things, and there's also something to be said about not underthinking things. Yes. So there's a there's a fine balance. There's a fine balance. Um I think it I think it takes prayer. Mm-hmm. I think it takes getting into your word. I think it takes checking your heart, you know, and your yeah. motives and, and just being, taking things naturally, <laughs> seeing where things are, like don't force things, right. don't, don't, you know, just, just take things naturally, yeah. you know, let things be organic. Mm-hmm. Um, but there, yeah, that is something that, that I've like been working through, um, is how serious or not. Cause should i be taking a relationship yeah. because i i take marriage like uh, as you do that much so more seriously. seriously like what happened to me before that's not going to happen again no i'm not going to let it happen it. i mean it's not going to happen i will again. just not get married yeah <laughs> you know which is totally fine which is fine with me. yeah um but yeah that is something that i've i've been growing in and i would definitely encourage people to kind of see where they're at yeah. that way are you taking it too seriously cuz like just have fun Take a step back. Yeah. It's okay. But if you're just like playing around, like maybe you should be a little bit more serious Mm. about it because people's hearts are involved. Right. So, you know, there's, there's both sides here.
0: Yeah. I think it is a, I was just talking with somebody who, um, a woman who's, who's also divorced and she's in a relationship and she's like, she, she takes this relationship way more seriously than, than this guy does. And he's not divorced. Yeah. And he's just like, Hey, we're not there yet. like, Yeah. you know but but there's this tension of yes wow I just I know and if I know then it's got to be right and and maybe we can just (laughs) and just because she's divorced she's willing to make it work with this you know with this person
1: even though they're just dating
0: even though they're just dating right so it's like I don't know there's a yeah I think it's okay to to take relationships seriously to look at them and think And even see the flaws in the person and say, wow, I'm willing to live with that. I could live with that. Sure. And. Sure. But then at the same time, think, wow, okay, so if I'm not willing to live with that, it's okay to break up. And that's okay. Like, I think it's okay to date. That's why also I'm not, like, we don't have just, you know, arranged marriages. we have the choice
1: (laughs) that seems good
0: you know like we have the choice to to to, to get to know each other and to um stay or go exactly
1: yeah i don't know how i would do it if i didn't have god's word like i will go back to it over and over again the word of god is something that we need to get into it's not just like something that you know preachers just say just for fun to be good you know preach Christianese stuff.
0: No, it's, it's real. It's like actually it's so the
1: Bible is what's given me hope to say, actually, you know, if in my divorce or in our breakup or wherever yeah. it is, actually no, God's love hasn't failed me.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: actually it hasn't. Actually he's still faithful to me. Yeah. Actually he still has a plan for my life. And even actually, though there's been pain. Right. Actually all hope isn't lost. Mm-hmm. Right. There's right. still hope for my situation. Right. I, I think those are such important truths yeah. that we need when dating um, or, or going through the breakup process or mm-hmm. any type of relationship. We just need his word. Yeah. Otherwise, we'll lose sight of the direction for our lives. We'll lose sight of other people and what it is to care mm-hmm. for them. We'll, we'll lose sight of, of hope. You know, yeah. so many things. So,
0: yeah. and His word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path, meaning His word, His written word, and His Rama word, which is the, the 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 Holy Spirit speaking to us now. This this in the moment. It was that was that was God sitting with me in the car at that time. That was the Rama word that He was going to bring good out of this. That word is a is a light to where we go. And we can actually trust that that light is going to illuminate our path, whether that is, you know, in, in a dating relationship, whether that's being single, whatever it is, um, trusting and totally leaning on him because he's it. Like he's he's totally it. Yeah. And I just hope I, I, I pray that people listening, whether they're going through a divorce or have been divorced or happily married, that's awesome lean on the Lord in everything and trust him with your whole heart because he will not fail us. Just like, just like you were saying, he is faithful. His, his love is steadfast and it's not going to leave. Um,
1: yeah. Don't get it (laughs) twisted. Like satisfaction is not found in dating.
0: Preach. Cause sometimes dating dating. is hard. (laughs) Sometimes dating is hard. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for being here, Austin.
1: You're very welcome. You Thanks for having me.
0: A lot of insights, obviously. And um, it's part of the reason Couple. why why you you know, you're in my life. I'm really grateful for Thanks. you.
1: Yeah, of course. Thank you. You're welcome. And listeners, I
0: am so grateful for you. You are all amazing, wonderful people, wonderful humans. If this podcast is something that has been resonating with you, would you please subscribe? Be sure you're subscribed and rate it iTunes. Give it a five-star rating and um, write a review because that really does help other people find this podcast and that's that helps me out a lot. So I would really appreciate it. And also if Hope Reclaimed is a ministry that is something that you've been enjoying and that you've been um, some you've been getting good information from, um, you can support this ministry financially by going to my Patreon page, which is patreon.com slash hope reclaimed. And I would very much appreciate it if you gave financially because I can't do this alone without funds. And um, I want to keep doing it. So thank you guys so much. Remember there is healing, there is redemption in Jesus, and there's always hope because remember hope is my middle name see you next week.